Welcome to episode 14 of The Pooh House. The Pooh House, episode 14. Here we are, 2021. Yeah, so far, one week in. Pretty wild. Pretty wild, but... uh, (laughs) Well, you guys know. Yeah. We don't need to get into it. <laughs> no, no. But we're going to get right into our topic today because we got a lot to cover. We do. We do. Yeah. And Marco is very excited about this one. So actually, we should mention that this was a request a while back uh, from one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And as I told last uh, week's episode that uh, my uh, New Year's resolution came true. Yes. Um, what was that again? It, it was uh, to drive a electric vehicle from now on. Yes. And, uh, and actually, before we get into that, yeah, real quick, yeah, we're being civilized today. We are. We're drinking bottles of beer today. Yeah. From a glass. From a glass. Yeah. From a glass. What are we th- drinking? Today, right now, we're drinking a few beers from Pohjala, mm-hmm. which is... Which is pronounced Pohjala. Pohjala. There you go. <laughs> and this one... It's called Cosmos. It's an IPA. And it combines Citra and Mosaic hops. Should be nice. Yep. Anyways, sorry to interrupt. No, no, Your New fine. Year's resolution came yeah, through. Came through. And I thought, let's... And, and as per the request, I'm not going to just talk about the car. But I'm uh, maybe cover a little bit more about the electric cars as I have been a fan for, for the longest time. Okay. So get into it a bit. Cheers. Cheers. So before we get right into it, yeah. what is the car that you have? It is a 2021 model year Tesla Model S uh, Long Range Plus. Oof. It's a sweet car. It's a cool car. It's yeah. a pretty cool car. It yeah. had a few rides in it. You know, every single time we start driving, I'm sitting beside you. Yeah. So I get to sit in the front most of the time. There's almost like a split second mm-hmm. where you start and like, don't you have to turn on your car first? <laughs> but it's just like... Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much like uh, driving inside of a electric golf cart that can get up to like a hundred kilometers an hour in like three seconds. A little bit more, but yeah. A little bit more? Okay. A little bit more, yeah. Oh, then it, you know what? Then it's not even... <laughs> it's exactly the same as driving in an electric golf cart. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, take the floor. Yeah. So as I said, I'm a big fan and maybe... I think it's electric cars in general in 2020 came into more of a public limelight with all of the ads blasting from all of the major manufacturers. Mm -hmm. I think most notably uh, Volkswagen Mm -hmm. with their ID3 here and ID4 in the the States. And because of their Dieselgate uh, scandal, they are now pushing very heavily to say that, no, we're actually good. Okay. We're not bad cheating players. Okay. <laughs> so so they are now heavily promoting their electric car line. Okay. So do they have a do they have a beetle that's electric? They do not have an okay. electric beetle. I feel like that should have been their first priority. They <laughs> they have a few cool cool models coming out okay. actually. One that are, that people are really hoping for is the old new uh, hippie bus. Oh really? That's gonna be full electric, Ooh, and that looks wow. really cool. We can look at the few few uh, like pictures later. Okay. Yeah. How do you know what the price is gonna be on? No, that I one? don't know. No, no, no. Five hundred thousand euro. Yeah, and I'm actually in this episode. I'm not gonna go into too much about like what is my favorite or what are the exact uh, technical specifications and prices of things. 
because I think there's more more things to to cover here. Yeah, I I know from my end, I know that they exist. Yeah, and I know a little bit about Tesla. Yeah, but for the most part, I know nothing. I think that's the average knowledge. Yeah, because uh, people know they exist. Yeah, most people are not even considering them. There are many factors why. But you don't really think about it at all. And, and you know Tesla because it's in the news. Either you're in the financial world that, and it's in the news because of the stocks uh, yeah. or, or you are a tech guy and you just want the technology, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, like from my end, the only thing that keeps coming up is like, oh, yeah, electric cars, good for the environment. Mm-hmm. We should all get them at some point. Yeah. But they all do have that sort of maybe like out of reach yeah. kind of uh they do, yeah. Rapport with them, mm-hmm. so okay. maybe you can help out with that. Yeah. So there was a big surge of models coming out in in the last year, uh, with a lot of city cars from uh, Peugeot, from Opel, whatever. There were so many from Honda, yeah, Volkswagen, Seat, Skoda, all the their small electric cars. So, so the city options widened so much mm. that uh, you could get into this world uh, with the lower level. Okay. Low, like lower entry level, uh, like price wise, and so I think more and more people uh, saw them, or or if they were car shopping, it at least uh, like blasted on everyone's uh, front pages if yeah. you looked at the manufacturers. Pages. And sorry, that was like they were hybrids at first, or were they like full on electric cars? These were point? most of these cars are, uh, with exception of uh, Honda and and the Volkswagen Group, very small cars. Yeah, they they are offered both in in petrol and uh, electric versions. Okay, so they are not. As EV purists would call like true EVs, okay, yeah. because there are compromises, because they are born as gasoline cars and then uh, converted sort of okay, yeah. <laughs> to, to electric, you know. Yeah. So there are a few drawbacks, but it's it's nothing major. They are pretty okay, pretty cool cars. For city, I think all of them meet the needs. Mm. whatever you just prefer uh, as, as you're driving uh, or what brand you're loyal to or whatever. Okay. It but it also, Estonia had a grant given by the government. Uh, so there were a lot more electric cars on the road. I think that's also a big factor why people are now considering them because they see them okay. actually on the streets, yeah. right? Yeah. So 5.6% of all new cars sold or uh, first registered in Estonia uh, in 2020, were fully electric. Really, 5.6 percent. Yes. Is that in comparison to the rest of the world? Uh, it's a little in comparing with Europe. We are a little behind, mm-hmm. but it varies from country to country, of course, right. quite a bit. But of course, there's one big front uh, front runner. It's Norway that had over 50 percent of new cars were fully electric. Wow. Yeah. So and that was this past year, yes, 2020. 2020, wow, yeah. 50%. Yeah, over. I think it was like 52 point something. If I, if Incredible. I yeah. yeah. But they have huge incentives. Okay. They have huge incentives. So I think one of the comparisons was that uh, buying their uh, a electric Golf versus regular Golf, mm-hmm. Volkswagen Golf, the petrol version costs with the taxis, with the, all of the things, it costs uh, a little bit more than the electric version. Okay. So, yeah. so that's why it's uh, surging there because it's just cheaper to get like a decent car right. um, uh, when you get it electric. Wow. Yeah. And even just like late in the year, there were n- 
81 new cars only in December registered fully electric in Estonia. Okay. So for for our size, it's quite a big number, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So let's see what 2021 brings. But there are gonna be a lot more models coming out. Yeah. Not only small cars, but bigger cars as well. Uh, Skoda coming out with their new model for for like a family SUV okay. type car. Yeah. There's a Mercedes EQC. There's a Volkswagen e. Oh, sorry, Audi e-tron. Mm. Uh, yeah, there are a few. Okay. Uh, also, BMW is entering the market. Okay. Uh, like really entering. They have their i3. Uh, that's a small car, yeah. but now they're coming out with uh, with like the can't remember the name, but it was uh, basically an X4. Yeah, uh, that is electric. Version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, Volvo is, has their uh, XC40 is is out with electric version. So there, like, there are way way more. <laughs> I'm not gonna name all of them, yeah. or or I don't have like a sheet here to show everything, but. Yeah. Just to inform that basically all the brands have something. Right. 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 And maybe talk a little bit why, like, if, if I'm saying those things or, or some of my opinions later on, yeah. like, do I do I know anything or what's my experience with electric cars? Right. Uh, I just wanted to know that I have driven quite a few of them. Yeah. The cars that I have had more experience than just a quick drive, like five minutes. I have had actually like more than a day with them. Yeah. I have had uh, Hyundai two models for Kona and Ionic, Tesla Model X I had for a day, now Tesla Model S, of yeah. course, for a month, a little bit more now, mm-hmm. and uh, a few days I got to drive the brand new Volkswagen ID3. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And uh, also ha- I have been inside and, and touched around or or had a quick drive in uh, Nissan Leaf, uh, Renault Zoe and Tesla Model 3. Okay. So... I have had a fair bit of experience, I, yeah. I would say, especially compared to a like a regular person yeah. <laughs> who is not into this topic. Yeah. So so yeah. Nice. Um, let's go. Why this obsession started with me? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it came from left field. Like, mm-hmm. I like many of uh, many tech guys. Mm-hmm. I was always fascinated from the very beginning since the first roadster. I was fascinated with Tesla and the technology. Right. Like all of the things they did, like they they broke the traditional for for me the d- traditional German car model. The options were differently set up. You didn't like have these different tiers in that sense. Like, for example, you can't get some small feature in the car as an option. Mm. You have to also get something else that costs way more. You know, okay, yeah. there are like like those packages, and, and yeah. basically it broke everything for mm. the traditional car industry. Right. And so, so I was a fan, okay. uh, but namely the technology, of yeah. course. I had no driving experience. I just saw that they were fast, cool, cool technology, and and different. You know. Yeah. But um, I went back in my memory, and I think the first positive thing that I remember was I got to test drive a uh, Toyota uh, Aris uh, Sportback hybrid. Mm. So it's like a estate car, like a, sm- a small family estate. Yeah. Or a shooting brake, I think they call it. in, in Shooting in, brake. Yeah, okay. in, in North America. Yeah, I've wherever. never heard of okay. that term before. <laughs> Maybe the same style that my old car. So, oh, it's like so a station wagon. Station wagon. There we go. Okay, cool. Station wagon. Okay. <laughs> um, and... 
what I re- distinctly remember from the test drive, I also had it for a few days. Mm. It was a just a hybrid car, not a plug-in hybrid or anything. Yeah. But I remember being so in love when it switched to only electric. Mm. So yeah. driving very slow speeds, but like in the traffic, and I just loved how it drove. And uh, those are the ones where they uh, they charge themselves as they drive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But please, just as a side note, this yeah. I'm gonna call it bullshit uh, commercial with uh-huh. uh, what was it self charging hybrid? Yeah, for EV people, <laughs> it drives them crazy. Mm. Yeah, in the sense it is self-recharging, mm-hmm. but it's regenerative braking that you get. Mm. The motor brakes and generates electricity, puts it in, into the small battery. Mm-hmm. But if you're not driving, it's not going to recharge by itself. Right. Yeah, yeah. You first have to burn petrol in order to get moving, mm. in order to charge. So don't be, don't be fooled by that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not. But it's still better it, than just a gas car. Yes, depending yeah. on how you how much you drive, it, right. it is uh, it it can be certainly better. Mm. And so I had that that drive, and yeah, I was really fascinated. Long time went past, and when I really saw it uh, become like actually viable, and and why I think in in Estonia EVs are really viable, I would I would say with an asterisk, they are hundred percent viable if you have a way to charge at home. Mm-hmm. Just a normal socket will work. Yeah. You don't need anything uh, special. Yeah. But for even like road tripping around Estonia, mm-hmm. uh, in 2013, Estonia sold uh, their uh, CO2 emission quotas to Mitsubishi. Okay. And for that, we got uh, their IMEV cars, like really small, like they are actually really dorky electric cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But this is not the point. The point is that we got the world's first nationwide charging infrastructure put oh, okay. up. So there's a charger every 50 kilometers from each other in whole of Estonia. Really? Yeah. Oh. And it's not the fastest charger. It's a 50 kilowatt charger. But it will do. Yeah. Like So 50 kilowatt charger, how long does it take to charge? So it depends on uh, Obviously. very many yeah. factors. But let's say it's ideal uh, conditions, uh, then it just depends how big your battery pack is, right? Mm -hmm. So for the Tesla Model S, it's a 100 kilowatt hour uh, battery pack. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, it it could take like two hours, right? Yeah. 50 kilowatt hours. Two hours, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But there are many limitations. Also, you're never gonna be charging from uh, zero to one hundred. Right. Like that's not what you what you do. Right. If if you're more interested in uh, what are the different charging curves for cars and whatever, like just Google them. There's yeah. uh, there are so many uh, good YouTube videos. Uh, I can recommend uh, Bjorn uh, Nieland from Norway, who did mostly Tesla videos, but now has uh, shifted to testing whatever mm. cars he can get his hands on. And the, he's quirky guy, but he's really technical and, and gives you the real numbers and, nice. and does multiple tests in okay. different different environments. And in Norway also. So the other, um, why, I, why I emphasize Norway and their, also their big market share for EVs is because it's a cold country. Mm. 
And the other other question is, okay, I understand that EVs work, but do they actually work in uh, in cold in Estonia? Right. You have to consider that an EV will take more power, uh, way more power during the winter, mm. yeah. because it's simple physics thing. A gasoline engine, most of the energy you spend burning up the gasoline mm -hmm. is actually spent in heat. Like 80% of the energy you get is actually comes out with heat. Mm. So you naturally can warm up yourself, right? Yeah. With an EV, you need to warm up the, uh, the cabin, the battery back. So that's why you lose the range, right. basically. Right. But it'll still work at minus 40. It will still definitely work. Okay. And actually, if it's really cold, mm. you might have issues with uh, a diesel or gasoline car starting, mm. yeah. which is not going to be a problem for a, an electric yeah. car because yeah. there is nothing to ignite there. Right. Yeah, it's no, just in Canada, electricity. We, in Canada, in the middle of Canada, everybody has block heaters in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I guess, like, okay, I got one question. Sure. And the question has to do with. So, like, when it comes to uh, buying an electric car, mm -hmm. right off the bat, my main thought is, even if it's the same price as the gas version, which unfortunately I, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> but even if it's a little bit more expensive, yeah. you don't have to pay for gas ever. No, right? no. So then, but what's the comparison when it comes to, like, how much higher is my electricity bill at home going to yeah, go up? Yeah. Is that, like, comparable to gas? Is it will always be cheaper no matter what? Like on average, I don't know. Depends greatly on what kind of uh, plan you have. Mm -hmm. If you're charging at home or, or are you using the fast chargers. Right. And the fast chargers are free? No. Okay. No, no. Yeah. They, they, they cost. So let's say, let's take this this national infrastructure that yeah. we have, right? So the 50 kilowatt charger there, you are going to pay in Estonia, it's 24 euro cents per kilowatt hour yeah. for that charger, yeah. right? So, quick math, uh, uh, if you're going to get this 50 kilowatt, mm -hmm. so for me, half a battery, but for a lot of cars, it's the full battery. Yeah. So, it's going to be like uh, 15 euros, 15 euro. least, less than 15 euros. Okay, yeah. For my half of uh, sort of tank, <laughs> yeah. half of battery, I could drive on a highway on during winter, let's say 200 kilometers, 250 kilometers. Mm. So it's whatever you can compare it to. To Let's just do a comparison between the yeah, Tesla yeah. and your diesel car. So uh -huh. your Tesla is half a tank, 14 euro tank, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half your battery, right, yeah. is uh, 14 euro. From the, like a charger. From the fast, yeah, yeah, fast okay. charger. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's charging for one hour, Yeah. 15 euro. But you get 250 kilometers out of yeah, it. Yeah, let's say from during winter. Yeah, during winter. So in the summer, it's going to be you, better. Yeah. Your diesel car mm -hmm. is 400 kilometers There's for a half, half tank, tank. Yeah. And your diesel is about 25 euro. Yeah. Okay. So if you take it that ter in that terms, it's not cheaper, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But also you have to understand that we are now comparing two very different cars. Yeah, that's true. One, one is a small car, one is a big, heavy luxury car. Mm. So if I would have a Similar. luxury car yeah. as, as a comparison, mm. it's going to be probably a bit cheaper right. uh, from, from the public charger, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. But how much do you charge from those? That's the question. Yeah, because if you're charging mainly at home, it's way cheaper. It's way cheaper. Yeah, yeah. and that's depending on your plan now, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so roughly, what people are saying, it's gonna be roughly half of the price. Okay. Depending on the economy that you have. Yeah. Yeah. But if we take, for example, luxury car mm. with the same performance, mm -hmm. then it's gonna be wildly different. Yeah. Right. Right. Because right. Get the luxury car that's gonna take less than four seconds to 100 yes. kilometers an hour yeah. acceleration. Yeah. It's not gonna do a, like that kind of fuel economy yeah. that my small diesel. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so we're it's, comparing a bit. Like yeah, we're, we're not comparing the same car. No, yeah. not at all. So when you're charging, yeah, all of these uh, charging stations have like some amenities beside them, so that you're not sitting there for an hour doing nothing. Uh, or yeah, so. So for, for our ones, they are not, I wouldn't say perfectly positioned, but a lot of them are near gas stations or some attractions. Yeah. And uh, we all know that Estonian gas stations have amazing food. <laughs> they and, have amazing food. So. And uh, it's, it's really not an issue, uh, depending on the car, right? How, mm. how often you have to charge, what are you have to do. But to, to figure it out, if you are thinking about a, an electric car, Mm. And you would like to figure out actually like, oh, I go to my country house on the other side of Estonia, uh, like every two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, how it would look like for me if mm. I would buy whatever model, right? And there is a, um, a website called a abetterrouteplanner.com. Okay. And you can put in the car model that you have, what's the destination, mm. and it will show you calculate to you what would be the ideal way to travel mm. so what are the charges that you should stop at how long you should should uh, charge there and uh, yeah what what should you do right okay so i just uh, did the test today uh so we were gonna go to sarama mm. uh, which is the uh, biggest island it's the biggest island in estonia yeah, yeah. and we're go we were gonna go to kurasara mm. right one of the cities there mm -hmm. and uh, altogether, the trip in a normal car mm -hmm. would take a little bit over four hours, yeah. based on uh, just the maps. If yeah. you're flooring it, then maybe a little bit less. But mm -hmm. <laughs> it's 233 kilometers. Yeah, yeah, and uh, plus the ferry ride uh, there, uh, which is like 31 minutes. 31 minutes. Yeah. So that's included in that. Four that's hours. included. Yeah. Is oh. it wait time or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would imagine not. No, no. So it's gonna be longer than four. A hours little bit. Then. Yeah. Let's say four and a half. Yeah, right. Four and a half hours. Okay. Uh, so I put it in uh, the better route planner for my car, mm -hmm. and it will take exactly the same time. Okay. Because <laughs> I would get there with, uh, like, if I start at ninety percent. Yeah. I would get there with fifty-two percent. Okay. And while I'm there, I can plug it in in Kurasara, go for a walk. It's gonna be full again. And done deal. Okay. So in the, that kind of terms, if you are planning ahead, if you're taking those bigger trips, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to sit in the car and wait. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, there are those edge cases, but in most cases, if you have, especially if you have kids, they want to go outside, you want to eat. Right. Yeah. So if you have decent range, making a stop every Let's say three hours. Yeah, 
is normal, yeah. right? And you just stop at the places where there are chargers. Mm. And in me- most cases, there is not an issue to find a charger. Yeah, right. There are at least here. At least here, yeah, but also here. also in in a lot of other countries, mm. it's uh, it's really good. And actually, on that note, another recommendation that you can uh, look out if you don't believe me <laughs> uh, is um, this uh, website called PlugShare. Mm. And um, what that does is just show you all of the charging uh, that is available near you. Oh, okay. But you can sh- zoom out to anywhere, right? You yeah. can look at the whole world if you want to. Wow. And if I look at Estonia, there are quite a few. Yeah, because of the infrastructure that you That's the, place. yeah. That, but also look at Latvia. Yeah. Right? Not an issue. Yeah. Look at Lithuania. Look at the whole. Like oh, most of Europe is pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not gonna be an issue. What it about really North isn't. America? It's full of Tesla chargers, for for example. Tesla chargers yeah. already for the states, right? For the states, what yeah. About Canada, let's see. Canada also has a. Uh, you have full of uh, the superchargers, but I'm sure that they have the okay. other brands there as well, and uh, major highways are covered, as you can see. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a, a big issue. Yeah. Also, there are these um, camping sites, right? Yeah. Where uh, RVs go, they need to plug in anyway. Yeah, right, right, right. You already have a, a have an access to electricity. Yeah. So there are a lot of opportunities that you wouldn't think to mm. charge actually, mm. especially once you're used to it. It's really not a not a big deal. Mm. So makes sense. So makes sense. so that's what I wanted to cover okay. uh, cover in that. Now, why I chose Tesla? Yeah, why did you choose Tesla? Is it like such an obvious thing? Like, is Tesla that much better than the competition? Um, in your opinion? I mean, you chose Tesla. Yeah, of course. But if you got like something else, would you have been just as happy? Mm, probably not. Okay. There are a few few areas like the efficiency, the the range is definitely way better than uh, anyone else currently. Okay. So they are leading in the battery technology. Um, cheers. cheers. Yeah. Of course, the infrastructure as well, yeah. which is a big thing. They got lots of chargers out there. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of chargers and, and uh, charging, especially if you're doing international travel, Yeah. charging in them is way easier than dealing with the apps and different subscriptions and uh, whatever yeah. uh, whatever deals you might have. Yeah, and in so, terms of in terms of range, like what are we talking here in terms of how much better is the range of Tesla as opposed to the competitors? Again, we have to compare like different. I don't know performance levels and that, size there are so and, many things, right? Yeah. But for example, let's just take um, what I just know on from the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I just watched a test with a um, Audi e-tron, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically a. Q7 sized, roughly Q7 sized, I think a little bit smaller. Okay. Um, it's a Q7. Uh, it's a SUV type okay. vehicle. Yeah. Something like that in size. And they, this did with full tanks, sort of, so to speak, mm-hmm. did in during the Norway winter mm-hmm. on highway, uh, could drive only 250 kilometers. Okay. Yeah. On a full battery. On a full battery. Yeah. Okay. So let's say a Model X yeah. uh, wouldn't reach probably the 400 or 450 that I would, mm-hmm. but it could uh, easily be 350, okay. something like that. Yeah. 
So at least one point so five to it, almost that's, double. That's the yeah. that's the level, yeah, roughly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the range is not the only thing to consider. It's also the charging speed. Yeah. Because if you could hit this two and a half or or three hour mile where you are gonna take a stop anyway or mm -hmm. make a stop anyway. If the charging speed is way faster, then in the end, you could be actually better off, right? Yeah. So yeah. there are a lot of things that matter. Just look your typical drives, what you do, what car you like best. Mm. And uh, and if you have more like detailed questions, then of course, shoot, shoot us an email or, or there is a lot of uh, good content on YouTube. Right. So Tesla, yeah, this was, it was the, it's the range. It's of course the technology. Mm. And, and as I said, the disruption factor factor of it all, they started it and I just like wanted to uh, support that. Yeah. But for me, it was uh, so that because this opportunity arose where I could afford it, mm -hmm. it made sense to get the car where I could drive for, during summer at least to Buru and back yeah. without having to think about anything. Right. Yeah. Which is like a six hour drive round trip yeah and uh just for the road tripping uh thing because i want to do that way more mm. and that ability is 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 just so much easier yeah. with uh, with the tesla one yeah that makes sense these are the the way these are the like the big factors mm. factor for right. me yeah. okay makes sense and yeah the just the fatigue from the other car makers really mm. is also a pushing factor because mm. they try to uh, give me, give us like these packages and and these uh, these things where you know you want that certain op option, like let's say adaptive cruise control, and yeah. you can't get it unless you take a bigger motor. Or right. actually, in my case, which because I needed to or I wanted to uh, change the car, mm. and I started looking at the options that there were to get a four wheel car that is not an SUV. Mm. And there are surprisingly few options. Okay. And to get a decently performing one, I did a comparison with Model 3 and to get something else, right? Yeah. With similar performance model, like uh, numbers, they would cost pretty much the same as the Model 3. Okay. So in that terms, there's no difference. Right. Plus, you could actually save money because the charging is way cheaper than uh, than petrol or, mm. or diesel and you basically have no maintenance yeah for the model s i looked at the maintenance schedule mm. provided by manufacturer yeah the first service is in two years to check if the fluid levels are okay and cabin filter change two years that's all yeah nice another one is another two years yeah. right so you don't have to do anything no and it there updates are, itself too, right? Yeah. I have gotten five updates since I already have yeah. I've had. Wow. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of cool things about that car. Yeah, of course, yeah. there are a lot of those things like watch yeah. Netflix in the car, uh, Spotify is built in, internet yeah. service is built in. It's just cool. Play, yeah, you can play, play video, video games. Yeah, you can play video games in the car. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Sing karaoke. Yeah. Karaoke. Karaoke, yeah. <laughs> but also... Another thing that's like a big factor when it comes to electric vehicles is unlike a gas vehicle, mm -hmm. it's a really smooth ride. Yeah. You don't get the rumbling all the time, which actually, mm -hmm. I know it sounds like a bit weird, but I mean, like going on a road trip, that rumbling makes a big difference. Yeah. that One is the rumbling, but 
just go to a dealer and get a test drive in a city environment. Mm -hmm. The regen braking, like this one pedal driving where you lift off, it automatically starts to Uh, regenerate energy. During city drive, I don't touch the brakes. There is no need. And it makes the ride so smooth. The instant torque. Like when you hammer it, you have all of the available yeah. energy. It doesn't right? have to ramp up so much, right? It's exactly. Like right away. Exactly. It's very instant. Yeah. Um, self-driving has self-driving as well. Yeah. Well, like, ish. Ish. You still got to keep your hands on the wheel, but this thing makes lane changes for you. Yeah. You know, it has sensors all around. It has cameras all we around. We tried that. It yeah. Worked. It sensed uh, the slower moving vehicle and yeah. just on a like a two lane two lane yeah two lane highway yeah and yeah check that there's no cars coming yeah and the radar is really cool too you were describing it but the the radar in the front of the car mm-hmm. not only can sense the car in front of you but the second car yeah past you because it actually bounces underneath the car that's directly in front of you yeah. so that if the the car that's two cars ahead of you starts braking the Tesla will start braking actually right away. Yeah. And that actually helps with a lot of uh, rear-enders. Yeah, with stopping sure. a lot of rear-enders, which is, which is a huge thing. Yeah. You know, it's already hard to have the reflex to stop if, mm-hmm. if the car in front of you is braking. Mm-hmm. But this thing does it for you. Yeah. So It's pretty neat. There, there are cool things there. Yeah. Um, I would say that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Also, another cool thing for me is like having the basically 24-7 security camera. Yeah. So if anyone approaches the car, it records it automatically. Yeah. Uh, if there is any incident, it sends you a uh, notification on your phone. That's cool. And also like dash cam for accidents, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can access all the cameras. Yeah. So it's your like, car. Yeah. yeah, it's not just a dash cam. It's also like cam. Front, back and sides as yeah. well. Yeah. So you get into an accident, you know it's not your fault. They're yeah. trying to blame you. You have instant proof. Yeah. Elon Musk, you do know what you're doing. You do know what you're doing. But uh, I I also don't want to like uh, discount the other cars because all of the test drives that I have done, and I have driven some uh, pretty good cars, like outside of the EV world, none of them, literally none of them compare to an EV in a city environment. Right. It's so easy to drive electric car in the city. Mm. Just instant torque, you can zip around. You don't feel that that sense of frustration somehow. Mm. It's much more relaxing. Yeah. Much more reactive. Much more reactive. Yeah. yeah. So if you are at all entertained about an idea of, of getting an electric car, take a test drive. Mm. Also, big thing here. Uh, look at the incentives that the government or the local uh, municipalities give you. Mm. We get access to bus lanes. We have free parking mm. in three of our cities. Mm. So if you are going to the center every day mm-hmm. uh, with the car and you have to pay for parking there, yeah, you save discount, on that. discount yeah. that from your monthly. Right. There are those things which really could add up. Yeah. For me, if if ever this COVID thing is over and people are back to normal jobs, uh, I know for me, uh, using the bus lane saves me during rush hour, winter time, everyone taking their kids to school. It can easily save me 10 minutes. Okay, nice. So it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. So yeah, that's why I, I wanted to go with electric. Yeah. Why I chose Tesla and a little bit about calming people about yeah i'm a fan (laughs) so i'm biased of course 
and there are so many aspects I, I didn't go into today. Mm. Uh, if you are interested and this blows up, maybe we go into more of the technical details mm -hmm. in, in some other time. But rest assured, Evie's work, especially work even if you have like a regular socket outside your house mm -hmm. and you could charge or talk to your housing uh, committee, it's not that expensive to put a few slow charges in yeah. or just sockets available, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really works in uh, in winter. Look at Norway. Yeah, nice. Just to reiterate those two websites yeah. that I mentioned, I think they will give some assurance to to see your commute, to see your regular, let's say, country house run or or wherever you usually go to. Yeah. So a better route planner for the route planning for your specific car or a car you're thinking and plugshare.com to see the available chargers uh, around us. Yeah, and we'll put links of those below as well on this episode. Yeah. Like Michael said, if you have any questions, please email us, please comment on one of our platforms. Feel free to just get in touch and yeah. uh, we'll get back to you. On that note, that's pretty much That's, that's pretty a wrap. much it, yeah. All right. So in that case, I hope you guys really enjoyed our episode on electric vehicles. Yeah. We are available on Spotify. On Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Basically everywhere. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. We have uh, TikTok for a some reason. A booming TikTok account. With one follower, I With, think. I think we have three now. We have three. We have tripled. We have gone up <laughs> in, our, wow. in our followers for TikTok 300%. Without any content. Without any content. We have an email. What's our email, Marco? Thepoohouse at gmail.com. Email us if you have any questions, any episode requests, whatever it is. We haven't actually checked. Is Canada still leading in the listenership? It probably is, right? Yeah, I think so. Let's, uh, let's just check here real quick. So far right now, Canada is leading. Oh, 42% of our listeners are Canadian. 28% are Estonian. U.S. is going up, hey? Yeah, 17. Oh, maybe the Trump followers are also really enjoying our... And let's give a shout-out to Belgium and Italy. <laughs> coming from left field for yeah, us, right? Belgium and Italy with our huge fan base there. Yeah, but still, like... It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to bringing more content your way. And exactly. Yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.